Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And today on the show, Andrew and I are recording separately. He's down in Christchurch. I'm up here in Auckland because we are, of course, in isolation. But due to the coronavirus, it is the first day for us in full lockdown as a country. And uh, one of the things we really wanted to do was to continue recording uh, throughout this period where we are in lockdown for the next 28 days because we're going to see a lot of changes in the market, in the property market, and we want to make sure that investors right around the country can still have access to uh, good quality and high quality information about the property market. So we're going to continue recording right throughout this period. And in the show today, we are going to talk about uh, our advice or the advice we're giving to clients throughout this period. But I tell you what, we've done it, we've made a lot of effort to even be able to do this. Sandra and I have spent probably the last couple of hours trying to figure out this technology. Uh, and I also had my podcast equipment shipped up from Christchurch to Auckland and my partner made me wipe the whole thing down with a de- couple of Dettol wipes before she'd even let me bring it in the house. It's <laughs> pride and joy. <laughs> yeah, we are taking we are taking some real precautions I, I here. Too, I too have gone to extreme lengths. I managed to bring quite a lot of wine across and my wine glass so that I can continue on um, as we normally would. <laughs> well, let's jump into it and talk about the advice that we're giving people throughout this period of time because it is an incredibly uncertain time. People are wondering what's going to happen. But the other thing we we are finding is that people are, or certainly our clients, are really positive. Andrew, you've been on strategy calls all day today. How are people reacting in this market and what sort of advice are you giving them? Yeah, see, I uh, just got. A, I just mentioned to Ed offline that I've had uh, about four strategy, strategy meetings with clients today, and um, I was really impressed with how positive everyone was. Uh, and I guess everyone's got a bit of spare time to think about this kind of stuff while they're in isolation. Most of them were taking it as quite a good relief to be away from their kids for for a couple of hours to talk to me. Um, I I think that the general consensus was that. People uh, can see that this is going to be really positive once we get through through the isolation phase. And um, one thing I think that uh, confidence is really up since there's been uh, given a time frame and a really hard measure taken by the government to ensure that we actually deal with this head on, uh, and that that you know when we come out of isolation in four weeks or whatever it ends up being, uh, that that we don't have to worry about it again. And that's that's really awesome. It has restored a lot of confidence in, in people as far as I've, uh, I've seen. And um, <clears throat> there is going to be some great opportunities uh, at the end of this. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited that my clients are excited. And just before as well, we get into... Uh, to introduce the three M's or phases of that we're expecting to roll out in the property market. Um, one of the key pieces of advice we're giving clients, and this is probably the first time that Andrew Nicholl has ever said to anybody to <laughs> to hold off for, for a while and just wait and see uh, how things roll out. We're advising everybody to not sign contracts on properties, to not sign up to, to purchase properties or investment properties over this period. Andrew, why is that? Uh, just, you know, I think the most important thing in this period is that we've got to focus on our families and getting well and continuing business as usual. Property investment is still going to be there in four weeks' time. And if we're in isolation, it's very hard to do full due diligence. And so as much as I want 
our, our business to carry on going. I want our clients to be making fully informed decisions when they choose to invest with us or with anyone. And and so um, part of due diligence is doing the, the things that require you to physically be there, like doing site visits and going to see your lawyer and talking to your accountant and um, meeting with a property manager. And I just don't think you can do that in its fullest if, if we're in isolation. So, uh, and, and things like valuations as well. There's um, a question as to whether or not you can get valuations done in this period. And so I just think there's other things we can do in this time um, to get organized and, and, and uh, prepare ourselves for when we come out of isolation. So rather than put added pressure on yourself, our advice, and he's right, the first time that I'll ever say this, I always said the best time to buy was yesterday, so do it now. Um, uh, I, uh, I'm now saying that the best time was a couple of weeks ago, uh, so the next best time is four weeks from now. Yes, and this is where we're, we probably differ a bit from some other players out in the market, uh, developers or other property coaches who are saying, oh, great time to, great time to buy now. Uh, and I think it's probably not the right time. You've got to just tie-ho for, for a couple of weeks, sort it out, and then when you're, we're actually out in the, the real world, world, we come out of our houses, we can then pick it, pick it up again then. Uh, and and the, don't, sorry, I'm oh, sorry, just to interject there, uh, don't get me wrong, the time now is to do research though. Um, take these next four weeks to fill yourself with information about property investment, to research the hell out of anything you want to look at. Just don't make any commitments um, on, on signing something new if you haven't already started that due diligence period. If you're already most of the way through due diligence and you've seen the property, all of those kind of things, you're probably fine to go unconditional if your banks has, has said yes and you're still comfortable, um, but don't sign to any new deals because they'll be there. They'll be there at the other end of it. That's right. So get in the right position now so that you can take hold of the opportunities that we expect to come in. Andrew, let's walk through the, these kind of these three periods that we expect to play out after we all come out of our houses and get out of isolation. Uh, the first one is a mum period. And what we mean by that is not our actual mothers, but it's going to be a quiet period for the first part. So I was just speaking to a journalist from One Roof uh, earlier today, and I was saying to her, look, it's going to be really interesting when we get the April and the March figures from the Real Estate Institute of New Zealand. And I'm going to be paying particular attention to the volume of properties sold or transacted, because that's what Ryan's actually counts. And it's going to be way down. We are going to have one of the quietest months in New Zealand history, because we're not able to transact uh, properties, and many people aren't able to settle properties. We're, we are going to record another episode on this once we get some more clarity about it. But it's looking like the advice is that no properties will be will actually settle, uh, or very, very few properties will actually settle within this period, uh, and that none of the none of the days and within these 28 days will actually be counted as technical business days uh, in regards to to a sale and purchase agreement for a property. Is that what you're hearing, Andrew? Uh, yes and no. Uh, so, so yes is the uh, is the short answer. Um, however, the the disclaimer is that the contract still actually stands, and so whilst it, uh, whilst the direction from the Auckland District Law Society is that we should treat these as non business days. Um, if you are due for settlement, 
technically um, both parties still need to agree. Now you'd have to be you'd have to be a bit difficult if you said no um, to not letting someone uh, to, to forcing someone to settle within this isolation period that could probably get challenged. So probably lawyers will direct their clients to just agree with it. But yeah, it's just something to be aware of. Um, I, I think due diligence days still count at this stage um, because there isn't a provision in the ADSL contract to to stop these days, but um, I think that just under common sense, people are going to just treat these as non-business days. Exactly. And so after this period of, of mum where there aren't any open homes, there aren't any auctions, there aren't any uh, pre-purchase inspections, we, we, we're expecting a period of momentum. Now, this is where we think there's the biggest opportunity for investors because uh, within a couple of months of coming out of isolation, there are going to be some people who are looking to to move property along who who want to sell some of their properties and liquidate them, whether because they want to put cash within their own businesses, uh, whether because they need to downsize their properties because uh, they've unfortunately lost their jobs or been made redundant. Um, but we'll start to see the property market pick up and investors will be able to take advantage of the lower interest rates that we're starting to see and we'll see even more of. Uh, and there'll be a period of momentum as the, the property market gets going. What are you expecting to see in that period, Andrew? I think there's going to, it's going to be a bit of a slow start because people are going to come out of kind of the shock that is being in isolation. And so, you know, they're going to return to their work. They're going to, you know, go and restore normal life, go and get their hair done and their nails done like Ed. Um, and and then, then this is when, you know, you can actually dive in and get a deal when you're not fighting with everyone else um, because the next phase, uh, can, I, can I jump into that there, Do you Ed? jump into that, Andrew? I can't remember what we called it, Ed. We called it mental. We think it's mental. Go mental. No, that's right. That's right. It's just going to go mental. So I, the low interest rates make any property kind of a great investment from a cash flow perspective. And so it's going to be really hard to find a property which doesn't pay for itself. So there is going to be a lot of people diving into the investor market, a lot of first-time buyers going out there. They can afford more. On the, uh, for a mortgage now. So the market is going to get some real heat really fast. And so it's this mid-period that you really want to um, uh, capture if you want to get a great deal. And so, so what what we've been saying to what I've been saying to my clients today is, okay, let's let's take these next few weeks to get you really ready. Let's make sure we know your numbers. Let's see if we can get you pre-approved from the bank. Let's have an idea in our mind what we want as a property so that within that middle period, we can dive on something really quickly and put it on hold and do DD in full. That's right. And look, if you just hearken back, uh, long-time listeners of the show will have will have heard uh, a couple of weeks ago we released episodes with Tony Alexander, independent economist, who was talking about the the, the things that have really made house prices in New Zealand go up in value have been structural changes. So when interest rates have decreased heavily, uh, where when net migration has increased and we've had lots of people coming to this country, where big things have happened all of a sudden that have changed the dynamics of the property market. Now we are seeing some big changes come out from the Reserve Bank, from the government everywhere. And so I'm going to make a little prediction, something that would make the property market go a bit more mental. And that would be if the banks changed their servicing rates. Because as interest rates go lower and lower and lower and head towards 2%, it makes less and less sense 
for the banks to test your income at 7% principal and interest. Now, who's that going to impact? That's mainly going to impact first and second home buyers who tend to be on lower incomes and be more income constrained. But if those servicing rates were changed, it would bring a lot more heat into the market. Those people would be able to borrow more and actually get access into the market. So we'd see more first home buyer activity. I'm expecting, or I'm this is my kind of stake in the ground prediction, is that as we see interest rates go lower and lower and lower, we may see some changes in the bank servicing test rates, which would have a massive impact on the property market. Yeah, I agree completely because the, the Reserve Bank is saying to banks now, you need to be passing on these discounts and you need to be lending more. They need to stimulate the economy when we come out of this. And so they need to make it easier to borrow money because that's what stimulates an economy. So um, you can expect things like that to change. And I'm very much looking forward in a, in a couple of episodes time, we're going to talk about the large scale asset purchases. I'm, I'm, I'm so keen <laughs> to talk about these. Andrew won't let me talk about them today, but, uh, but we will get into it. Now let's wrap it up there Andrew but please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the show. It really does help us get the message out to more people but hey, something else you can do which would really help us out is look, we're all in our bubbles at the moment where we're, well, most people will be living with somebody else. Why don't you just let them know about the Property Academy podcast, get them listening as well. It would really help us increase our listenership and get really high quality information out to more and more property investors. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichols. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.